Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back. We're still here doing the Zone Boxing Show podcast after all of these weeks. I think we're at episode 26 or something like that, Barack, or 32. I'm not sure. I lost count. Then why do you even guess every single time, man? What do you mean we're still here? Like, (laughs) we was on the verge of getting canceled, but we're still here. We had a petition. We was out with picket signs and all that. I'm being modest, okay? And we made it today. It's fight week. It's fight week. All right? So Canelo Alvarez is fighting back home in Guadalajara. And we won't be in Mexico for reasons I can't discuss here, but we will be in the DAZN studio in Miami giving you live show on Friday, live show on Friday and Saturday. So keep it locked for that. Now, um, we did get a chance to chop it up with another young Southpaw that is skilled in his space of influencer, YouTuber. He's become a bit of a star Barack on the DAZN X series. And I'm yes. talking about hard hitting salt poppy. We got a chance to chop it up with him. Check it out. What's up, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, Welcome sir. What's to up, the show. Man? Thank you listen, for inviting me, guys. Listen, One of bro. the very, very, very few reasons we even watch the Zone X series <laughs> and the Misfits. One of the very, very few. Yes, I agree with you, Barack. Uh, this man makes the Zone X series entertaining. I mean, there are there, there are few fighters out there that are entertaining. No, no I can't lie. The, the cards are entertaining. I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, being no. I'm being a hardcore boxing snob. Right, right. But, but exactly. the cards are entertaining. You know? They're very entertaining, and I don't, I don't know how long you've been involved in a sport, right? But watching you in a ring, this it, it seems that your experience, like you, a lot of things, a little twitchy moves come to you second nature uh, opposed to some of the fighters on the zone X series that are very novice and it's obvious, right? So first off, I want to know how long, or should I ask you, when's the first time you walked in a boxing gym and laced them up? How old were you? Um, I've always been into like boxing, like growing up, I always watch um, like Manny Pacquiao, um, all his fights. So I always been like, they're always like, um, like when I go to the gym, I always hit the bags. Right. I have my like boxing gloves. But I actually like only started like training properly um a year and a half. A year wow. and a half. Like properly. Okay. Yeah, pro- proper training every day. So you had wow. no amateur fights prior to the zone X series? No, no amateur fights. No, no amateur I fights. Just have, like for like half in a year I've been sparring, like almost every day, like just sparring, sparring, sparring. With like good competition, like good amateur professional. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's how I, I got like better. A lot of like like people that go, go into boxing, I don't think they like sparring, you know? Right. They don't like getting hurt. You're definitely a natural. Uh, but when did you start those fights, you know, those like street fights that you were having? When did you start I that? Mean, I mean, um, that was maybe like two years, two years uh-huh. ago. I started like, because when I play basketball, I'm a basketball player. Sometimes we would like um, like street box with are the guys. You, are you better than Manny Pacquiao on the basketball court? 
If probably, you played yeah. Manny Pacquiao one on one, do you That's think you would problem. beat him? I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think I'm a better basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've seen I, Manny dunk before. You know, he got them big calves. <laughs> Manny yeah, man. dunking donuts in a coffee uh-huh. cup. Um, listen, when did you become? When did you start becoming popular on social media? Because uh, I know people were talking about this dance or, or something that you do. Uh, can you talk a little bit about when you started to notice that? You became popular, you know, on social media. Um, like like two years ago, um, I started um uploading videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. This from like zero, no no social media, no Instagram, no YouTube. Right. Just start uploading on on TikTok because of um you know the coronavirus. There's nothing to do or just stuck at home. Right. Just start, started making videos um from my garden, just dancing around. And then um, a couple of months later, I just started to like blow up. Um, I saw somebody um, on TikTok do, doing the fake running. Fake so I tried running, to yes. imi- I started to imitate and I got, I got better to it. And then just making um, like videos of different things with the fake running. And uh, I just got so much better at it and just started like blowing up from that. And then um, I started doing the um, salt thing. I started copying um, Salt Bay. So it was just right. like a parody of just making parody videos. Right. Mm-hmm. Comedy videos. And then, yeah, now I have like like 5 million followers on TikTok. And yeah, man. What do you have crazy. on Instagram? Instagram, like 500 something. Mm. Well, well, it's crazy how, you know, these, these young content makers today, they do what's hot or they do what their talent is, it's funny. And then they switch to the next thing. And... Not everybody has the ability to do that, but but you did. You know, yeah. I'm sure a lot of content creators want to have fun with this boxing. Even though boxing is a dangerous sport, they want to have fun with it. But look what's happened to so many of them. You and Slim mm. and KSI are getting them out of there. <laughs> well, we're yeah. never going to see them again, you know? So it's, it's great that you have this, this, this talent. But what do you think about your opponent, Anthony Taylor? I, you know, he, he talks a lot. Uh, he, he's trying to get the fight with all the biggest names. He was somebody who was trying to be a fighter. So on paper, do you think he's your toughest fight? I believe he's my toughest fight, but um, we just we just don't know. I could yeah. probably just KO him in the first round. That's true. People like um, like with Josh Brockner, Josh Brockner that told me he's my biggest challenge. He's gonna be um, if I beat him, I'm gonna be the real deal. Now right. they gave Anthony Taylor another challenge. They said yeah. if I beat him, I'm gonna be the real deal. Right. So they're gonna keep they're just gonna keep me like, you know, giving me bigger challenge, bigger opponents in the future. Like you just never know what can happen. I could knock this guy out, like I said. Of course, of course. Yeah, but on paper, he just seems like a dangerous guy. On paper, on paper, yeah, on paper is yeah. he's the toughest guy. Um he has like probably like twenty plus fights in total, like in in his career. I only have three fights. Right. So. You know, I noticed that that you're very humble in a sense when people compare you to KSI and the other big names in in this influencer boxing space. Meanwhile, fans that watch the Zone X series that know boxing say, hey, I, I, that guy can beat all of those guys. I mean, I had, I've heard people say, you should fight KSI right away. He's nowhere near you in terms of skill level. Uh, and same thing with other, uh, uh, whether it be Slim or other fighters out there. What makes you say, "Hey, I'm not there yet. I want to. F- I'm the third best guy. Why not call those guys out? Are you not 
confident that you can beat them or you just want to play this humble role? I just want to like, like make them believe mm. that we're on the same level. <laughs> I, want, I want to lure them, make them take the fight. <laughs> but, no, but, like, like, but like I said, I only have three fights. I have no amateur fight. All I've been yeah, doing you was know, sparring. I, but meanwhile, you got about uh, 150 amateur sparring matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you just never know. So um, you just like I just been sparring, 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 and uh, I think that's my advantage with the, with the guys. It, is, it seems like Manny Pacquiao is an inspiration to you. Like I mean, he's somebody that seems like his style might have influenced you a bit. Yeah, yeah um, I definitely like copy his style, but I watch a lot of like Southpaw um fighters like Shakur, Regan Dow. Yeah. Mm. Um. All this tank, tank Davis. So I, I get my like you know my moves from them. From all of those guys. Right. Yeah. Well, would you ever be interested in a in a Jake Paul fight? Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And you think yeah. that's somebody you can beat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can definitely beat Jake Paul. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm a more technical fighter, mm. and um, I'm, I'm harder to hit, I believe. And um, yeah, man. Wow. So I mean, if you think back two years ago. Uh, making fake running videos, um, yeah. you, you never would have thought you would have been on this stage. So what was, I mean, who did you see? Was it Jake Paul? Was it KSI that inspired you, and, you know, to say to yourself and your people, hey, I, I can do that. You know, I, I'm becoming popular on TikTok. You know, there's a space for, for, for influencers to box. I want to go do that right away. Who was it? What was the fight, the person? And Man, a year and a half ago, um, I didn't wear, I didn't really want to do this boxing stuff. I was just doing my norm, normal working job. Um, where, where, where was that? Know. Where were you working? I was, I was a nurse. Wow. Yeah, I was wow. uh, yeah, in a hospital, man. So I was wow. working my normal so you, job. So you was a nurse during the pandemic. Yeah, I was a nurse. Yeah. Oh man, God bless you, man. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, um, this this event called Showstar invited me. I didn't really want to do it at the start because I don't think I have that enough time to like train, you know. Right. Like, the boxing is um like serious sport. I can get hurt. Right. And um, as I was blowing up on on TikTok on the internet, I quit my job and I told them, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like you know, it's a good opportunity for me. I trained for like a couple of weeks. I was training. Well, in wait, the basketball you, wait, wait, wait court. a second. You just quit your job. Now becoming a nurse isn't easy. You have to go to school. There's an extensive, yeah, yeah, it's extensive exactly, yeah. to get to That's that. That's what point. TikTok could do for you. Huh? <laughs> uh, I was, I was um, working as a nurse for five years. Oh, wow. wow. And you just got up and quit for something like that. Listen, th that's huge. I mean, man. I mean, like, I gave them, I gave them like a like a month notice, like you know. So you don't see my, you don't see my TikTok videos. I gotta go. <laughs> so so yeah, I while, gotta you go. Were, while you were while you were a nurse, you were becoming popular on TikTok. Did people yes, on work? I mean, the people around you would work with. Did anybody ever say, "Hey, you're famous on TikTok. Why are you still working here?" Did anybody ever no, push you to actually, move forward? Actually, we were wearing that mask, so they didn't oh, like they didn't oh, like they didn't know. Wow! Yeah, but then, as as the time was going, as I was about to quit, like people are really like noticing it was me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I want to know if uh if you and KSI ever like behind the scenes ever talk like not now, not now, salt poppy. You know, I gotta fight other guys, but then maybe me and you will fight. Have you guys ever talked about a fight between uh, you guys? I mean, he mentioned about um me and him fighting in the Philippines. Like, you know, you just never know. Damn. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, 
So, Poppy, <laughs> first off, what is your, your 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 government name? Your real name? Uh, Nathan. 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 All right. So, yeah. Nathan, uh, I live in a we live in the New York area, big Philippine community in the Jersey area, and I'll tell you that. And Jersey is not New York. Stop. Just, yeah, just say you live in New York. No, we what live in the New York area. Right? No, no. We say we. Jersey I live in New City, Jersey now. Jersey City, yeah, New Jersey. I, I used to live in as Brooklyn. I, as now I, I want to finish my statement, Jersey City, New Jersey is a big Philippine community, and they all mm. know who you are, right? There ain't and no Philippine support. community in New my, York. My, so my, barber, my barber is Filipino, and he says, listen, I just started watching, you know, Influencer Boxing since Salt Poppy. He can fight. They all want to see you fight. Jake Paul, they all want to see you fight KSI. They say he doesn't need to fight anybody else. He's ready for both of those guys right away, right now. So I'll tell you what, yeah. your stardom is building here in America in the Filipino community. I mean, honestly, yeah. you're the biggest thing since Manny Pacquiao for them. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. It's crazy. I went to um, Philippines like two months ago, and it's been crazy out there. Oh, so when you went out there, you have a lot of fans. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's been crazy, yeah. So, so do you have do you have an end goal? Like, let's just say you fight KSI and you beat him. Is there is there somebody past him? Is it Jake Paul? What if you beat Jake Paul? Do you do you go to Tommy Fury? Do you go inside regular boxing? What do you do? I I don't really know. I'm just having fun. Like I said before, yeah. I didn't really want to do it. Like at the right. start, I'm just like you know, just there for like you know, just want to make much money, <laughs> and then just have just have fun. Really, I don't care who I fight. Right. Like, do you yeah. see yourself ever going back to nursing? No, no. <laughs> is, 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 is training is training taking up is training taking up all of your TikTok time? Because Jake totally left YouTube. You know, he he barely does any YouTube videos. He's into boxing. What about you? Um, my videos is everything like uh, boxing, dancing, and eating. That's it. Oh, I still okay. make time for it. Yeah. Yeah, no he doubt. has yeah. time, but Rock Boxing is only two hours, two, three hours out the day you're training, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. There's time for all the uh, you know, you know, Jake, Jake said, don't even call me a YouTuber. Anymore. Now, but Jake is still posting YouTube videos like crazy. He has camera, he just has camera crews doing it now. He's yeah. not doing it from his phone. That's it. <clears throat> all right. Well, listen, I can't wait to see you in the ring. A lot of fight fans are really enjoying X series because of what you bring to the table. So good luck moving forward, man. I, I, are we getting I, a knockout or what? Are we getting a knockout? You know, the knockout, they, they comes. Uh -huh. I don't really look for them. Okay. Oh, sounded like a real sound professional like a season yep. fighter. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, I, I like this guy, Barack. I, I'm going to box him up. Oh, that's for sure. I know, up, I know you are. Listen, so, Poppy, it's been fun to watch you, man, and good luck moving forward. I can't wait for Thanks, you to sir. get those big fights to make a lot of money, like you're saying. That's I don't it. want you that's ever going plan. back to nursing, man. All right? <laughs> Thank All you, right. sir. Appreciate so, it. Take it easy, man. All right, brother. Hey. Take care. You know, Barack, I like this kid, so Puppy, man. I like his style, but I like his humility and confidence and confidence. And he was a nurse. You know, Barack, I live in a Jersey area, New Jersey area, and there are a lot of Filipino nurses that I've met over the years, you know, because I go to the emergency room for everything. If I have a splinter, I'm a hypochondriac, so I go there all the time Right. when there's nothing wrong with me. So I've met probably every Filipino nurse in the whole state. So in any case, I, I just like that about him. Let me ask you something. You say you live in the New Jersey area. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? That's like, when you, like New when York, you lived New in Jersey. New York. When you lived in New York, did you ever say I live in 
the New York area. <laughs> Do I live in the Brooklyn area? I have area. a problem saying so, I live in New Jersey. New Jersey. I know. I know. Can you drop the area crap? No. You don't live in the I live New York in the tri- area. I live in the tri-state area. New Jersey area. No, live- you don't live in Connecticut. No, 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 you no. Live no, no. no. My New tri-state Jersey. is New York, New Jersey. Wait, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut is a tri-state. What are you talking about? No is kidding. It? And I said you don't live in Connecticut. So but you I live, live in New in, Jersey, so I live in a tri-state area. No, you don't live in three states. That's garbage. No, no, no. That's that's wrong. Nobody says can, they live in a yes, tri-state yes. area. Yes, yes. You're 1,000% you're you're wrong. So if you well, live, live in Connecticut, let's bring our producer Josh three hours in away. Josh has this down pat. Josh, area. isn't it true that I, people say I live in the tri-state area? We're not talking about people. We're talking about you. Yeah, tri-state New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, right? Right, but yeah, I'm but, saying yeah, I, can, only, I can make a statement and say Only people who don't want to admit that they live in New Jersey no, 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 say no. crazy stuff like that. No, I'm not the first and won't be the last guy to say, hey, I live in the tri-state area, so they oh, don't Oh, you live in New Jersey. What's wrong? I, What's wrong I with live that? in the tri-state. And then, and then, and then when you lived in Bayonne, when you lived in Bayonne, every guest would come on, you say, yeah, I live in Jersey City. And I'm like, why does he lie <laughs> all the time? Like, Why? <laughs> Anyway, let's, let's get let's get to what we really got to talk about. It's fight week, Canelo Alvarez versus John Ryder. You know there are fight fans out there that are right, thrilled about this fight. I need a break. I need a break. Okay, three, two, one. Well, let's get into what we really came here to talk about, Barack. It's fight week, so we have to talk Canelo Alvarez, John Ryder. But first, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break down that fight. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Barack, there are a lot of fight fans out there. I wouldn't say a lot, but there are several fight fans that have a problem with Canelo's next opponent. And those are fans that don't understand he is a mandatory. He has earned this shot. He is in a division. And this is what Canelo has to do to keep all of his straps. Remember, he's undisputed in that division. He wants to stay undisputed. He's not vacating any belts. So this has to be done, and people need to understand that. Yeah, I mean, nobody fights champions every single fight. Maybe Floyd Mayweather years ago. Um, first, first, I'm past that now. I'm, I'm totally past that because they put expectations on the guys who are doing the most, but they don't put the expectations on their favorite fighter. Get me? You know what I'm saying? Put those same expectations on your favorite fighter and then see if they live up to your expectations because Canelo is doing more than every boxer in the sport. You know what I mean? And and that's it. So I'm looking forward to this fight um, because not just because I got something to look forward to afterwards because Canelo is going to probably fight somebody big, you know, maybe Bivol, maybe who knows? I don't know. But I'm looking forward to it because 
it's it's just a fight. It's a fight with someone who who earned it, and it's not guaranteed that Canelo's going to win. Or am I wrong? I think you're wrong. So, it's almost that. like it's almost like it's guaranteed. I, 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 I think you, I think you're where wrong. everybody's like, asking. Anything can happen in, in this sport. And, and look, John Ryder is obviously going to go into this fight with a chip on his shoulder, and um, wanting to prove everybody wrong. And as I think of this fight, Brock, one thing I think about it is like. All of the Canelo fights that we've covered, that we've been a part mm. of, that we've done live broadcast for from 73,000 people in, in the Cowboy Stadium with uh, uh, against Billy Joe Saunders. Yes. I mean, you and I hosted the prelims, uh, which I think to this day this is the highest viewed prelim show uh, in the zone history, over 2 million views. Um, I like to always throw that I out I thought there. the Caleb Plant was. No, Caleb Plant was about a million. No, oh, no. No, no, I don't think Caleb so. Plant was the biggest one on the platform. You're talking about probably YouTube. Right, it was on a YouTube. I'm talking about YouTube. Right. Um, okay. So, so I mean, those, that's a platform we can actually see hard numbers. And um, I remember doing two million on that. That was that was big. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that, that. I think about even Canelo Floyd when, you know, before, way before the zone and, and I had to have all access T-shirts on in order to stay on the floor, and I'm assuming that we were part of the All Access team. I'll, I'll never forget that one. Wow! So you've been scamming since since the early days. Okay, I I actually bought a ticket to that fight. But my favorite Canelo. Triple well, you've G. always had money. I used to be broke. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Used to be. Mm, that sounds funny. Used <laughs> to be. Okay. Uh so my favorite Canelo Triple G moment. I never said I'm still I'm still not. I used to be and I I'm still am. I never said I'm still not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say I'm still not broke. I'm still not. I'm still I, I, I am. Never, uh, I let still me rephrase am that. I never broke. said that I'm no longer broke, buddy. Okay, I still cool. am. I was. You said you used to be. That means you're not anymore. You get me? So so go you, go ahead. All right. So my favorite Canelo Triple G moment since that's what it seems like you're talking about here. Um, it's not an actual fight. Even though I loved every single one, I have the I have the credentials hanging up one, two, and three um, on my wall now in my office. But my favorite moment happened to be in the Las Vegas area, you know, and it was Canelo versus C um, Chavez Jr. After that fight, lights were down, Canelo was talking, and then all of a sudden he goes. Triple G, you are next, my friend. <laughs> and the music came on. Triple G's music came on, which is amazing because it's it's one song for every time he comes out. So that's his theme song. I, I believe every fighter should do that. But that's like wrestling. Whatever. Who cares? Right. But it was so exhilarating. It was so exciting. After that one-sided beatdown of Chavez Jr., then all of a sudden, he had he 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 says that he's going to fight the fighter that everybody wants him to fight right there live in front of the whole sold-out arena. It was an incredible... I got goosebumps seeing Triple G walk out. They went face-to-face. -face. Oh, man, that, that was a special moment for me. I, I, You know, in terms of fights, man, there's so many... Like, the Kovalev knockout was huge. I remember you and I were sitting by each other, and it was a close fight to that point. And we knew when that right hand landed, it was over. And... uh same same thing with you know the the this the Caleb Plant fight super exciting Canelo really breaking his opponent down and then in the fight in the later rounds in in, in a competitive fight 
So those those moments are are big and 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 they stay they stick with me mm. because it's dramatic in a fight, right? Yeah. You're waiting to see something dramatic happen and it actually does. That's not always the case in in boxing. You know, a lot of fights are anticlimactic. So I think that um Canelo gives you excitement at a high level for sure. Oh man, thanks for reminding me about that. In 2019, that was the one where Canelo and Kovalev got stuck in their room for like an hour waiting for the UFC to finish. Mm. Um, that was tough. That was tough. And then coming out after that, they both were dry, you know, just probably aggravated. Oh, that sucked. And then when you think about it, it, it was a tough fight, so to speak. It really wasn't tough for Canelo, but he was losing rounds. On one of the judges' scorecards, he had it even. Uh, John Trella had it even 95-95, you know, and, and some people that was ringside was like Kovalev was winning because of that jab. He was moving. He was moving and moving and jabbing. And then all of a sudden, a right hand, it was Canelo's first time at 175 pounds. That means he just fought Daniel Jacobs, moved up 15 pounds from 160. And think about it. When you're fighting for the IBF, you got that rehydration clause. Mm. So you're weighing in that morning. I remember Daniel Jacobs looked real sucked in. His, his face was really, really skinny, you know, mm. the day of the weigh-in. You know, mm. so that's tough to move up 15 pounds and to still be more powerful than the guy that was called the crusher. Wow. That, that, that was an incredible moment as well. But people tend to rob him of that as well and say a whole bunch of things. Some, even people, some people say that it was fixed. Boxers yeah, it, it, have said that to us. Said it was fixed. It's ridiculous. In, in any case, uh, a lot. I think Canelo's not done making exciting moments in the sport. Um, I believe he'll get one on Saturday, especially him fighting in his hometown. And I think there's more to come. September next year in May, Canelo is only going to have big fights after this one, I believe. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Let, let's break down this fight, though, Brock. Let, let's talk mm -hmm. about what's going to happen Saturday. John Ryder, Canelo Alvarez. I think John Wright has earned his shot, and we, we've discussed that all week. I mean, this guy's a mandatory. But in terms of style, styles, right, and stylistically, mm -hmm. you know, I think Canelo's body attack, a guy that's his size. You know, remember, Canelo's normally fighting guys way bigger than him. This guy's prick. He might have Canelo about a half an inch or so, maybe an inch. But it's fairly his size, so Canelo's going to have better range on his shots not have to work too much to get it in, in the, on the inside. Mm -hmm. It's not like John Wright is a big jabber. So Canelo's not going to have too trouble, too much trouble getting in range. And I think that that's why a lot of damage is going to happen in this fight. Now, Canelo, we all know Canelo has one of the best chins in boxing. I don't see John Wright being able to hurt Canelo, though anything can happen. I think that's going to be the difference. He's going to have a, a target that is closer to him, uh, easier for him to hit, He's the faster fighter, more skilled fighter, better ring IQ, and he's fighting at home. Yeah, 100%, man. I can't see anybody picking John Ryder to win this fight. And I usually judge I usually judge it by, even though you're wrong sometimes when you judge it this way, I judge it by who each person fought. So we already know Canelo has fought, you know, the best in the business. He fought Triple G when people were scared to fight Triple G. You know, so... We're talking about John Ryder, who, who lost to Callum Smith, lost to Rocky Fielding. Th th those names ring a bell. Canelo beat both of those guys. He, he actually punished both of those guys. You know what I mean? So 
John Ryder, has he gotten better since then? Who knows? John Ryder happens to be a small 168-pound um, fighter. You know, he's like you said, he's 5'9". Canelo's like 5'8". They say he's 5'9", but he's really like 5'8". You know what I mean? So this is not a big guy. It's not a tremendously fast guy. It's not a guy who hits tremendously hard. I think he has like 18 knockouts. You know, so it just, on paper, it just doesn't look real good for him. It doesn't look really good for John Ryder. You know, I, I just, the only thing that I can say is that he literally wants to win. And, and that's it. And people show up for their biggest fight. The other way around is usually a fighter doesn't get motivated. When you're the star and you're the main guy, you're the A-side, you're the guy that everybody just expects to win and, and people are really looking past it, it's hard for a fighter to show up. So that's the only thing I can see happening. But then again, when it's Canelo, that tends to never happen. You know, mm -hmm. Canelo trains hard. He, he treats every fight like it's like it's um a, a championship fight, like it's his toughest battle. So he, I, I believe he's going to come in there ready. So, nah, this is just an uphill battle for John Ryder, no matter how you look at it. Hey, Josh, I mean, do you see this fight playing out any differently than we're, we're seeing it? Josh should not have an opinion because he doesn't know boxing. Wow, that's nice, Barack. Um, You're welcome. By the way, this, this is episode number thirty-seven. No big deal. Just uh, being technical. Um, I just I I don't 30, see. Wait, wait, wait. Thirty-seven episodes already. Yeah, this is episode number thirty-seven. Well, where's my check for this podcast? Well, speaking of your money, spe speaking of your money, I mean, I, I'm a little bit more concerned about something that I'm going to ask you, Barack, about in a second. Okay. It does have to do with finances, but no, I mean, I, I see Canelo. Winning fairly easily. I hope it leads to a Benavidez fight, if not that Baval rematch. So we'll see. Um, but what's more pressing and is frankly very concerning, I'm going to need a ruling from you, Barack, here, and I hope you can remain unbiased. I know you go back further uh, with your co-host here than me, but I think um, I think I'm deserving of some extra finances from Ak, and let me explain. So, um, you know, everyone knows. Should, did you say extra? Yeah, extra finances, and um, I'm going to just pitch my case to you, Barack, and I'll let you rule on this. If you ultimately don't think so, that's fine, but... Okay, I'll every, be honest. Yeah, okay. everyone's aware of, you know, Ak being in debt to me with the meals because he doesn't know boxing as well as I do. I won a couple of different fights, bets with him. We don't need to rehash everything. We go into Las Vegas, um, Barack, and I should have mentioned this last week on the podcast, but it, it slipped my mind, but um, it's been bothering me. We go into Las Vegas um as my phone rings sorry i'm pulling an ak here see as i'm talking about him um ak owes me 117 dollars towards meals right mm -hmm. can you explain to me how by the end of our time in las vegas it literally went up to 142 dollars because he he could not even afford a hand of blackjack i had a couple oh, 25 dollars i forgot, about, I forgot about the 25 dollars yeah. but yeah so because when literally, you, you gotta pay cash you gotta pay cash when you, so, when you gamble right i never right, gamble. exactly yeah literally okay. barack i left las vegas with him owing me more meals than i even arrived with not only did he not provide me a meal but he actually underhandedly took money for blackjack it's now up to 142 dollars again well that's I think perfect. it should be i think it should be reset, reset to 150 bro well, well listen i have a hundred he literally got through a whole trip where he didn't give me any food and actually took some of my well, finances. Well, no it's all good because now because i'm going to give you a 150 dollar gift card for a meal it covers everything see that no oh, i wow. decline that no i decline that no 
Oh, really? You see how, you see how, Wait, because you're talking about like, that gift card that we got from Kenny Porter. Hey, which hey, is the hey, 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 hey. Oh, you hey. don't want to, you don't want to. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I want to put that out there. <laughs> Too late. Kenny, Kenny gave me that. Too late. But nevertheless. And now you want to re-gift it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a meal. This is an amazing steakhouse. This, this I'm looking at the menu Fleming right now as too. we speak. Oh, my gosh. And they have one Josh, in gonna, New Jersey. They have one you're going to pass that up? Me and you could take our gift cards, Josh and go eat very, very well. I think you should take that. But to answer your question, Josh, you got swindled, but you, you, a person will do to you only what you allow. Now, if he if he's there and he doesn't have cash on him and you're standing there and you're, and you're a bowl full of cash, he's going to be like, yo, instead of me going to the ATM and spending $8 fee and getting cash out, let me just ask the guy right here with a couple, hey, you got $25? I'll give it right back to you. You know, so I don't think you should be awarded eight more dollars just for that. You know what I mean? But if you want my opinion, I think you should take the gift card. That's you getting the eight more dollars right there. And you're eating at a better restaurant instead of right. nickel and diming at these and, little food court spots. Enough about money. OK, Josh, will get his money. He'll get his dinner. And we have to get ready the to longest go to bet. Miami. All right. We got some we got shows to do, man. Canelo got fights. Uh, I got a big fight coming up this weekend in Guadalajara. I got to pack my bags. You know I pack eight suitcases every time we go. So can I get out of here? That's our show for today. Peace and love. Stay safe. We're out of here.